Welcome to the Ballsy Broadcast. I'm your host, Renee Sager. I help career-driven women, go-getters, and you self-proclaimed type A control freaks that I love, who've outgrown who they used to be, get clear on who they are and what they want now in their life and business. Each week, I will bring you the insights and individuals that will challenge your old ideas of who you think you should be, a dose of reality to get you out of overwhelm and into action, and ultimately move you into a bolder and ballsier version of yourself. If you are someone that appreciates raw and real conversation that actually moves the needle in your life and business, you found the right spot. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. I am happy to be here and chatting with you all. It has been an interesting last week-ish. David was gone, so I was solo parenting, and it was rough. (laughs) It was just... It was just, you know, like just being able to have someone hold the baby for like 15 minutes while you chop some vegetables or take a shower is so nice. It's so nice. And so when you don't have that, it's just like, it's a lot. It's a lot all at once, all of the time. And so David is back and that is nice. And that kind of relates to the topic today, which is forcing versus flowing. This is something that I see a lot of high achievers get into the trap of. And part of this, which is true with binge eating, which is true with honestly most of our current self-sabotaging behaviors, at one point, they worked for us, which is annoying because it just it doesn't work anymore. So we keep trying to do the thing that we think is going to work because it once did 25 years ago. So why isn't it today? And so we keep trying to force, 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 force. But the truth is, it just doesn't fit. Either you've outgrown it or circumstances have changed, you have changed, or it just simply doesn't fit. And I want to talk to you about a couple of examples that this has been showing up for me and you know, talk to you about how we can get out of this forcing versus flowing loop. Because when we're in the forcing cycles, it is exhausting. And truly, this is where so much of our burnout comes from, is that constant angsty force pressure 24-7, never taking your foot off the gas feeling versus dropping it, stepping back, and just letting it go for a minute. So, you know, a couple instances where this has come up. I'm a big example learner. I need a lot of examples. This is why I give a lot of metaphors in my coaching too, because it's just my own learning style where I need like I was this way in school too, where I just, there are certain people that can hear something and then absorb it and get it. And I can't, I have to hear it, see it, watch it, feel it, touch it mm, like mm, 337 times. And then I'm like, Oh, I see what you're saying, which is (laughs) makes life a little frustrating sometimes. But this is why I often give so many examples because this is how I tend to learn best as well. So, you know, one example that this has been showing up versus am I forcing or am I just, am I flowing? Am I, am I forcing life? Am I forcing this to try and happen? Am I forcing this to be, to come to existence or am I enjoying myself and then just letting things go? And that is around working out and being a mom 
you know, maybe it's working out and being, I mean, certainly there's been periods in my business where it's been working out and being a business owner, working out and being a a partner, working out and being a whatever, just alive, you know, work can get crazy. You can get injured. You can get sick. You can have a baby. There's a million different things that can come up and, you know, we can be in a flow with our workouts at a certain point where it's just like, oh, I'm in a rhythm. It feels so good. I'm like doing my thing three or four days a week. Like I got, I got this down. I'm feeling strong. But then life happens and things shift. You know, for me, having a baby and especially, especially before I got any childcare help at all, I was still trying to live the same life I had prior to having a baby postpartum, post having a baby. And yo, this does not work because you have a whole different human. You got to rearrange some shit because your schedule is not the same. Your life is not the same. Your energy is not the same. And again, this comes up, whether it's a new job, new relationship, you've just made a move. Any of these things can shift our normal rhythm and patterns. And we get so dug in to how it used to be or how it should be that trying to keep that up is causing us so much more pain and suffering than simply letting it go. So to the workout thing, you know, I am someone that values health and fitness. I think that this is a big misconception sometimes, or maybe not even misconception, but fear, especially when I start working with women early on, is they're always like, but I do like vegetables. I do like working out. I do like eating healthy. I'm like, I know. (laughs) Yeah. There's a big difference between like never eating a vegetable and treating yourself like shit and being obsessed and counting every step calorie or macro, you know, there, there's a big middle lane between those. Um, but I am someone I like to work out. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel strong. It makes me, it helps me with anxiety and just racing thoughts. Um, so I try to do it semi-regularly and especially this past week, but you know, even just with having a kid, it's been hard to, fit those in and have that rhythm and have that routine. And I found that trying to work out was creating way more pain and suffering within me than just moving it down on the list of priorities. Like maybe right now isn't the time where I train for a marathon. And I did. I have considered it. I have wanted to do the New York City marathon. I thought that sounded super fun. But also about a month ago, I just injured my knee. And as of right now, this morning, today, it's the worst that it's been. I tried to go for a a run and I couldn't even make it down the block. And so again, I kept thinking of this podcast episode, like I would be forcing like the world, my body, the, the pain, it's all saying like, this isn't it. This is not it right now. This doesn't mean it's not it forever. But this does mean that right now, this is not it for you. It doesn't mean I have to go home and lay on the couch and only eat donuts for the rest of the day, which BT dubs, that's how it used to be. Like, well, if I can't work out, I'm just going to eat all day. Thankfully, that doesn't have to be that way. But, you know, I had to come back and just, okay, I guess, you know, we're either going to go to plan B or just not do anything. And that was kind of the the way that my day went is I just didn't get to do something because, it hurts. 
And kind of on the topic of exercise, this was a big one where if I'm not, it was almost like if I'm not obsessed over it, it's, it's the uh, thinking that obsessing over it is what keeps you going or keeps your result. So maybe you obsess over your weight because you're like, I mean, I've heard this a million times from clients. I just need to make sure things don't get out of hand. (laughs) I just need to weigh myself all the time to make sure, you know, like things don't get out of control. As if weighing yourself has ever really long-term helped anything. Now, I'm not actually 100% against weighing yourself. I do not think it's helpful, especially in the beginning. Um, I think there's many motives for weighing yourself, but that is this, this thought error that I hear all of the time of, if I'm not weighing myself, I am going to lose all control. I'm going to stand on the scale and it's going to be 150 pounds up and I'm going to have no idea how it happened. And it's going to be chaos. And it's this force. I have to weigh myself. I have to get on the scale. I have to work out. I have to do this thing. I have to be this. I have to manage this. I have to obsess over this. It's that forcing nature. And we're terrified to step back and let go of control, as I mentioned in the beginning, because so much of this stuff at one point very likely served you. The obsession about your body probably worked. Most of us have a lot of success with that in the beginning. Obsessing about a relationship, obsessing about finances, obsessing about what someone thinks of you. You know, there is a reason we do these things because if there was zero benefit, like 100% no benefit whatsoever, you would not do it. Part of this forcing is because there is a sliver of you, there is a large portion of you, there is a part of you that thinks this is helping. And we never take a minute to take a step back and really assess like how much is this helping versus how much is it costing. So to the workout example, I got to the point where I was just like, this is not going to be the time. Like I'm going to try, I'll still try to work out. And you know, my Peloton workouts, maybe seven minutes because the baby wakes up and that's just all that I get to do right now. And I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to try and run back downstairs and get three minutes in and then upstairs and then run back downstairs for another four minutes and then this and that. And then I'm just going to do what I can do. And then I'm going to let the rest go. Right. I did this uh, with a career with Trader Joe's. I was, I wanted to be a manager so bad and I was busting my balls trying so hard to be a manager and I was working hard and I was sitting in on managers meetings and I was doing all of these things and I was getting so angry. This is another key indicator that you are forcing is anger or resentment. I was getting so angry at everyone because I was not getting the promotion. I was not getting the bump that I wanted. And so after months and months and months of like doing all the training, running huddles, running the floor, onboarding people, like all of this stuff, I was just finally like, you know what? Forget it. I I just, this is not going to happen. I've been trying so hard. I keep getting this carrot dangled in front of me. Forget it. I'm just, I'm going to do my thing. Like I'm not even having fun anymore. And I kid you not within a month or two, 
That was when the manager came and told me there was a managerial role. It was in Redding, I think is what Redding, Redmond, Redding by the Redwood Forest, I think, or something, something red, (laughs) something red, California. And, And so there was an opportunity for me there. And it was when I stopped trying. It was when I stopped trying to force things to be that weren't ready to be is when it happened. Now, at that point, things had changed in my life. I decided not to take the position. I kept going about the path that I was going. But, you know, you'll see these quotes where sometimes when things didn't work out for you, they really worked out for you. Or sometimes what you wanted didn't happen because what you really wanted was about to happen. And all of these things come to existence when we stop forcing. When I asked some of the ladies that I'm working with in an alumni group, you know, about this topic, forcing versus flow, um, the word nurture came up a lot when I asked like, what would be the difference for you between forcing versus flowing and flowing is nurturing. And I just thought that was an interesting word to have come up in multiple women's vocabulary for this example of just like, oh, it's like, it's nurturing. Whereas force is like, I just imagine you pushing on your own back, like just go, 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 go. And, and like all of you is just saying like, I don't want to, I'm not ready. This isn't right. This isn't the thing I want to be doing. And the other part of you is just like, like digging your elbow into a pressure point, like just go and forcing you to do these things where the other part of you is not in. And when we go through this work, when we change our relationship with food and ultimately what this, all this work is about is changing your relationship with yourself. It's not that you stop doing hard things. There's a, uh, as I gave you the example in the very beginning, there's this idea that if you stop forcing, you're just going to like roll over and die. You're just going to, okay, that's it. I never do anything hard. I never push myself. That is not what we're saying here. There's a difference between challenging yourself, doing hard things, you know, stretching your comfort zone and forcing. Forcing is so different. And I think the biggest difference is your body is telling you. It's what your body is telling you. Because we do have to do hard things. I I fully believe that. And and we have to continually stretch our comfort zone because I believe that confidence, bold action, a ballsy life, this is a skill. And if we stop ever doing anything challenging or exciting or where we get outside of our bubble, we get really comfortable there and we don't want to do it anymore. And so we have to continually build that muscle of doing challenging things, but there's a difference between doing challenging things that you think sound fun, that you're excited by, that you know are going to benefit you, that you ultimately want to do, but maybe you're scared versus this is a full body no. And I feel like if I don't do this, I'm a terrible person. I feel like my value and worth as a human being is in the gutter. So I have to do this. I have to do this to prove that I'm worth something. I have to do this to prove that I'm okay. That's when we move into forcing territory. 
We are not in flow. We are not in excitement. We are not in fun. And this is when we start working against ourselves. This is when we've been forcing, 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 forcing. And then 10 years later, we're like, why do I hate my life? (laughs) Because we've been forcing for so long. But the good news is, is that it doesn't take 10 years to undo it. You can start right now. Like, what is it that I want to be doing? What is it that feels like flowing? What is it that sounds hard and exciting, but doesn't feel like punishment? Doesn't feel like I'm beating myself up over it. You know, this can be with exercise. This can be with relationships. This can be with finances. This can be with food and body. Where am I in force? Where am I trying to strong arm my way through it? Just hang on for dear life. Just make myself do this thing. Where do I need to just like, yo, I'm just going to let it go. And it will be scary. It's fine. It doesn't need to not be. You can do things that are scary. Being, you don't need to be excited about every single thing you do. You're allowed to be scared and still continue. But that's where it begins is, is today, right now right after you listen to this podcast, am I forcing? Am I doing this because I think I have to? Am I doing this because I think this is going to make me a better person? Am I doing this because I think if I take the, the control off of this, everything's going to go up in flames? Ooh, that might be something to look at. That might be something to consider. All right, my friends, if you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you took a screenshot, share it to your old stories. Give me a tag. I would love to know that you're listening and loving it. And that is it. Thank you all. I will be back next week. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you liked what you heard today and you're wondering how we can work together and the different offerings I have, be sure to visit ReneeSager.com to learn more. And in the meantime, stay ballsy.